Welcome to Pit of Chimps. Beautiful intro there. Um, yep. So in the following order, uh, I would like to welcome both myself, that's me, Simon, mm-hmm. um, and also my co-host, that's you. Hello. Uh, me or the listeners? Uh, no, you're the co-host, aren't you? Uh, yep. Okay. Hello. Your name is? Uh, Tom. That's... Yeah. Um, and that's you, and we're hosting this, which is our show, which is called mm-hmm. Chimps. Uh, yeah, I think, yep. Yeah, and I'd also like to welcome the listener, so that is you at home or wherever you are listening to this, um, and also to congratulate you as well, um, the listener, um, that's you, the listener at home or whatever, um, mm-hmm. to our show, which is Chimps, which is this, what you're yep. listening to. Um, for treating your ears and your minds and uh, I know kidneys, um, to this episode. Welcome, thank you. Um, what, what a beautiful introduction! Very good, very good. Um, but unfortunately, I've got some bad news just following that, just to get straight into it because I think we need to be upfront with the listeners about this, okay? Um, I mean, you'll be aware of the news, but our listeners will know us for our. Um, great ownership as well as the show you know previously we were owned by Craig's Limited mm-hmm. uh, up till very recently we were owned by Figo Corp of course Louis Figo's fantastic corporation that's true um, however we have been taken over once again now mm-hmm. um, we are no longer the property of uh, Louis Figo we, are, we have been taken over by Nigel via LinkedIn that's true yeah uh, which is, well, I, I don't know how the listeners will take it. I, for one, am appalled, but it is what it is. I've got a statement here, though, from Nigel via LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> His name, Nigel via LinkedIn? Yeah. Okay. I think so. That's all. what all the communications have said. I've not met the, the I'm assuming it's a man. I don't know. I've not, not met the person. So like, um, like a Dutch person would be like something van something else. He's Nigel yeah. via LinkedIn. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, but I've got a statement here. It's it's quite long, but I'll just quickly read through this, this statement from Nigel via LinkedIn. Okay. And see what you think of it. Mm-hmm. So this is his big statement on taking over uh, the Pit of Chimps. <clears throat> For too long, the Pit of Chimps podcast has appealed to the low-hanging fruit of society. This will no longer be tolerated. I'm going to leverage the resources of this organization to synergize, synthesize, and strive to become a market leader in the industry. We will now offer innovative strategies to our partners and stakeholders to maximize their capacities and capabilities so they too can thrive in a world of competitive business-driven agendas. This is a game changer that's going to move the needle and up the ante of the corporate industrial training standards we currently live by. 
the STO 65003 standard 1.2 is going to be revolutionized with this intervention. We need to get all get our ducks in a row, ensure we're all singing from the same hymn sheet, move the goalpost and get the ball rolling. I can assure you it's all par for the course. And although apples are apples, we must bite the bullet and get back to the drawing board. With all due respect, it is on my radar to address the elephant in the room. And although we don't currently have the bandwidth to fully open the kimono, at the end of the day, it's a no-brainer. We must take this offline, cascades the relevant information, run the numbers and hit the ground running. Let's think outside the box going forward and touch base to ensure best practice is being followed in line with our corporate values. So come on, let's have an idea shower, take a helicopter view of the situation and do more with less. I'm not throwing anyone under the bus here, but I expect you all to drill down, get all hands on deck and dive a little deeper so we get more bang for our buck. Let's climb the strategic staircase together. Keep your eye on the ball and ping me by close of play. Nigel via LinkedIn. Oof. There we go. I guess we've got to ping him by close of play. That's, yeah. Um, that's probably the best time to ping him, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. There's a lot of corporate spiel in there. Well, he's he's Nigel via LinkedIn. He's a very business-driven man, so I think we're going to have to uh, up the ante mm. on this podcast. Now we've got to think about our stakeholders. That's true, because we don't want. An, I don't want another statement like that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it bordered on boring. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Uh, but it's all up from here, though. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, the, the main thing really is that we just remember to ping him by the close of day. Yeah, and listeners, if you want to ping Nigel via LinkedIn by close of play, feel free. Mm. So just to confirm, the headline news is that we are now owned by Nigel via LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's the main thing to in, take in, home. In short, that's the, yeah. Yeah. Okay, wow. Um, well, I knew that was happening, but I didn't know about all that you know, whatever it was, like <laughs> reaching for the envelope or helicopter views or whatever. I didn't know that's what he was aiming for. Yeah, well, we need to make sure we're in line with our corporate values with everything we do now with the pit of chimps going forward. Mm, that was a, would be a good idea. Um, with that in mind, let us celebrate the forward passage of Time's Arrow um, by asking what you have been up to, um, Tom, um, since our last episode. Oh, well, other than dealing with Nigel via LinkedIn, mm. um, I've uh, so recently I've been making some interesting purchases, as you know. Yeah, um, a, lot of, a lot of sports franchises. Yep, yeah, I've moved away from the sports franchises now. I'm going in a new direction. Oh, okay. Um, but this week I purchased popular music combo D-Ream. D-Ream. Yeah, okay. if... if if anyone remembers them, they were a um, sort of house pop duo from the 90s. Yeah. Um, best known for the song Things Can Only Get Better. Wasn't Professor Brian Cox in that band? Yes, I believe he was actually, like, yeah. Like keyboard or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll be getting, oh, I'll, I'll be owning him as well. Um, Naturally. So I'm going to be utilising them for entertainment at my world famous dinner parties. Yeah. Um. And also for motivation when uh, getting out of bed in the morning. So they're going to be set up in my bedroom next to my bed every night. Yeah. And then for my alarm, they're going to be playing a live rendition of Things Can Only Get Better every morning to wake me up. Their one and only song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
yeah, they're going to follow me around the house as I do my my daily deeds, playing uh, all their hits throughout the day, which is things can only get better, of course. Yeah. So uh, um, Maybe they could do it at various um, pitches. Yeah, to suit the the mood and different keys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. So I look forward to them joining me and maybe they can do a little rendition for the podcast as well. That sounds great. Um, will they be, I mean, are you still involved with, with, with the sports teams you currently already own? Yeah, I've still got a, a Beast Dungeon 3000s and the other teams, whatever the they were called. Killer Boys. Uh, yeah, that's it. Gangster Rhythm Killer Boys. Yeah. And uh, all the others. It's a good job so, I remembered that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, once once I move on to a new thing, everything I've done before kind of fades from my memory, even yeah. though I'm still technically the owner of those uh, franchises. But onwards why, and upwards. That's why you need D-Ream. Yeah, things can only get better. They can. Um, that is very true. Um, what have you been up to? Well, thanks for asking. Um I've been mainly uh, cultivating some juggalo turnips. Oh, uh, I've been doing that by swapping out the water um, that you would normally feed them um, for fago. Oh, so it's just a normal turnip. So I'm growing, yeah, I'm growing them, but instead of using water, I'm using fago. Right. Oh, nice. It's going okay so far, um, but one of them as it was sort of sprouting through um, the soil, uh, did call me a whack-ass hoe with no skrilla. <laughs> with no skrilla? Yeah, I think he means money. Um, oh. And then it kind of demanded to watch uh, Big Money Hustlers. Oh, what's that? Film? Film, I think, starring ICP. Oh. I, I think, okay. I'm not sure. Um, and then insisted that I send a letter to Psychopathic Records um, saying that, he was ready or it was ready to rock. And I quote, rock their nug bones with some twisted beats. And nug bones? Nug bones, yeah. Oh. And Do turnips some, have nug bones? With, I don't know. Um, with some twisted beats. And I'm not sure if he meant like music or like beetroots or something. But I'm not growing any beetroots, so. Mm, better start just in case. Mm. Juggalo uh, beats. So yeah, juggalo turnips. That's just a, you know, a little... Uh, experiment that I've been doing a little bit of a it's a little bit little shop of horrors to be honest but you know it's yeah going, it's going okay sounds like it's going very well so far it is indeed onwards and upwards things can only get better yeah mm-hmm. have we got any sponsors now that we've got Nigel via LinkedIn we do um the quality of sponsors has gone up I gotta say Oof. um so we are not that it wasn't already as high as it could be but it's gone through the glass ceiling now, up into the atmosphere somewhere. Oof, yes. Um, so I'll start by saying we are sponsored by uh, Dolphin Weddings. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so this is the uh, the read here. So um, are you a dolphin? Um, are you a dolphin in love? Are you a dolphin looking to arrange a wedding to another dolphin or alternative? Um, then get on down to Dolphin Weddings where we have it all. Tuxedos, dresses, seven-tier cakes, shit DJs, uh, photographers, confetti, and anything else your dolphin wedding might require. Uh, dolphin weddings get fucked. Oh, a very aggressive sign-off. Yeah, well, maybe dolphin, dolphin knows that means something different. 
Uh, Dolphin, is that any relation to Dolph Lundgren? It might be. Mm-hmm. He must play his Rocky film. Or Todd's Rundgren. Yeah. Or Dolph, yeah. Uh, <laughs> any other sponsors? Um, they sound good though. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna use them for uh, when I get married. Yeah. Um, we're also sponsored by uh, Dodgy Keith's trustworthy storage facility. Okay. Um, so precious heirlooms clogging up your hallways. High value collectibles collecting dust in the attic. Mold on your Fabergé eggs. Yeah, we've all been there. And this is why Dodgy Keith offers you 100% peace of mind at his trustworthy storage facility. 100% trustworthy. And if you lose the key to your storage locker, don't worry. Keith has his own personal master key, able to open every locker 24-7 for easy access. Dodger Keith's trustworthy storage facility. Totally secure. Wow. Mm. So it's totally secure, secure, except Dodgy Keith can get into it at any time. <laughs> yeah, he's got, a, he's got a master key. But it's good if you lose your key, you know? That's true. That's true. I've always thought um, I would like to give my house key to some random person. So in case I lose mine, I can get the round, especially if it's a dodgy person. Yeah. Well, you usually leave it in the door for the postman, don't you? So, yeah, that's Mm. true. Um, Okay. I'm going to trustworthy um, storage facility. I I would trust him. Yeah. Who wouldn't in this this day and age? You've got to trust someone, haven't you, at the end of the day? You do. Um, and we are also sponsored by big, 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 big fella, of course. Yes, there it is. Uh, but I, I do also have another sponsor. Yeah. Um, so I don't know anything about this. I just got a handwritten note through our pit of chimps uh, office. Oh, okay. So the sponsor is called Oval Hole, like the shape oval. Yeah. And then hole, all one word. As in hole and oats. Uh, y- yeah. No, hole. Like oh, hole, okay. Courtney loves hole. Oval hole. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, oval hole. All right. So, I'll, yeah, I'll read out what, what the message says. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you over there, want to get a website? Yeah. Well, we'll do it for you. Haha, <laughs> not really. That was just a joke, although we will help. Well, our product will, not us personally. Haha, <laughs> imagine that. Anyway. Our website can be used to help you get a website or something like that. I think I'm not entirely sure, really. My dad said it's like Yahoo GeoCities, whatever that is. I think the rapper Lil Uzi Vert did his website with us, so it must be good. Try it out. I'm not sure how much it is, but it's probably reasonable. Wow. That's it. That's quite good. I like that. Oval Hall. Oval Hall. Yeah. That's fantastic. I would use yeah, well, little Uzi Vert used it apparently. Yeah, so it's probably it's probably good. The reputable source. Yeah, the mm. only source really. That's fast. That's fantastic and fan- and fascinating as well. I think that one came from uh, Nigel via LinkedIn's son. Ah, what's his I name? Think. Clive. Clive. <laughs> yeah. Clive Nigel Junior. Clive Nigel via LinkedIn Junior. Um, We're also sponsored by um, Craig's Bar Hot Sweaty Nights, um, which is a new premium dating service, uh, courtesy of Craig's Bar. 
um, where the purpose is to eliminate long-term commitments um, and sort of promoting one-night stands, basically. Um, so shall we hear some of what's on offer, what some of the uh, some of the clientele? Oh, yeah, sounds good. Alex, I'm 18, and this guy won't say next when he sees my package. I'm Carlos, I'm 20, and beware, boys, my ass is fabulous. I'm Christopher, I'm 19, and I'm going to win because I've got a like a giant sequoia. I'm Jeff, I'm 18, and this guy's going to pick me because I'm as crazy as my hair is. I'm Keith, I'm 20, and guys love me because I look corruptible. Wow. There you go. Very impressive. That is uh, Craig's hot spotty nights that's some of the clientele you can expect if you uh sign up wow yeah i'm i would like to meet uh keith because mm. he's corruptible i wonder if it's dodgy keith from the uh <laughs> it could be sounds like it <laughs> yeah very much so um and was the name of the guy who was crazy as his hair is i don't know like alex <laughs> or something probably they usually yeah. call alex i need to go just to see his hair now i mean i was gonna go anyway obviously but I hear that it's 10 foot tall and made out of iron. Wolf, like a iron Mike Tyson. Yeah, so, is... think, so think Paul from Tekken. Oh, yeah. Um, but like his hair is like 10 feet tall and made out of iron. Paul. Yeah. Paul. Perfect. Exactly. He is perfect. Paul. <laughs> um, Paul. Well, there we go. I'm going to be there. Me too. Um. Tom, uh, let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. Ask me a question. Question. Tom. 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 So that's the uh, the new intro to uh, let me ask you a question. Wow, fantastic! Mm. Yeah, um, I uh, drafted in um, a ringer to help me compose that. Oh, a, a ringer! Yeah, you know, I I rung someone to come and help me. Oh, you draft? Wait, what? You drafted in a ringer? The phrase "I drafted in a ringer" means I gave someone a call. I gave someone a ring. Oh, and help. Is that a new phrase? I've never heard no, that. It's a very very old phrase. <laughs> Oh, um, I'm going. Oh, I'm going to. Maybe we can bring it back. I drafted in a ringer. Yeah, like in that old Bruce Lee movie where the guy can't beat Bruce Lee, so he brings Chuck Norris in to help him, and he says, "I've flown in a ringer," and then Chuck Norris gets beaten up by Bruce Lee. Oh, who it was? Uh, it was John, um, the one who plays Nancy's dad in Nightmare on Elm Street. Probably, yeah. John uh, Frusciante or something. Yeah. Well, anyway, I brought in uh, Tchaikovsky to help me with that. Oh, yeah. nice. Mm, yeah. Back from the dead? Is he? I'm assuming he's dead. No, he's not. That's what he wants you to think. Uh, the greatest trick Tchaikovsky ever pulled was convincing the world he was dead. But he's not. He's helping Simon from Pit of Chimps make a, a jingle. for. A, it's on the app. Things very, can only get better. Yeah, um, things can only get better. Um, so, Tom, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Um, so, Go ahead and ask um, me a question. So, Tom... Um, what do you reckon? Well, uh, it's a loaded question. Um, yeah, is probably what, how I would answer that question. Quest. Oh, I accept your quest. Okay. Um, so the quest is, so you've been teleported to an ancient world 
um, filled with strange colors, sounds, and shapes. Um, you notice some mullets, um, the Miami-esque turquoise, hot pink, and pale green color aesthetic everywhere, um, and the dawn of pogs. Oh, yes. You realize the year is 1993. <sighs> um, you want to celebrate, um, but you're soon accosted by a giant woman over eight foot tall, sporting a denim jacket over a denim blouse with a denim skirt over denim tights and denim heels. Uh, right. It's denim mania, mania up in here. Um, she asks you to go find her some denim undies as she spoiled her last pair. Um, mm. You realize the internet isn't a thing yet. Um, so you'll actually need to go looking, uh, potentially asking store assistants for assistance. Oh, um, do you accept the quest? Uh, unfortunately, I have already accepted the quest. Okay. And uh, what is the success percentage? Well, let's think about this. We've got the denim undies, denim heels as well she's wearing, but she's eight foot, you said, eight foot tall. Yeah, it's denim mania up in her. <laughs> yeah. Oof. That, but I've got a... That, that part was co-written, by the way, uh, by Chingy. I brought in a ringer. Oh, right there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll be hearing from Chingy on the future episodes of Possibly. of Chimps. Maybe. Mm. We'll, we'll have to draft in a ringer. Indeed. Things can only get better. Yeah, onwards and upwards. 42%. Oof, that's really, really impressive. Do you want to hear the top 10 uh, songs that are in the world right now? Um, yes, but before that, I'm going to lead you in um, with a little aside story um, that happened to me this week. Uh, okay. I think, I think it'll set you up nicely for the top 10 songs. Um, okay. So as you know, uh, Curly Sanjay um, has been uh, sort of posthumously awarded uh, a Grammy and a Slammy award. Um, without... Wait, he's dead. What do you mean? You said he was post. Hum... Did you say hummusly? Yeah, like after the eating of hummus. Oh, phew. Okay. Yeah. Um, without needing to go through the usual practice of bribery or indeed waiting for the ceremony to happen. And that was for his new album, uh, Jumpsuit Deluxe and the Mischievous Cream. Oh, Jumpsuit Deluxe and the Mysterious Cream, yeah. The Mischievous Cream. Oh, Mischievous Cream, yeah. So anyway, I was at his house in Bradford when he got the respective faxes through um, to let him know about his triumphs. Um, So we, of course, celebrated with a trip to Craig's Bar, um, Mm. where he ordered the in-house specialty, uh, the 10-meter curly Cumberland sausage. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you right now, Tom, he, he basically inhaled the whole thing uh, <laughs> in, one, in one go, no chewing or nothing. Sucked the whole sausage right in. <laughs> they don't call him Curly Sanjay for nothing. Indeed. Well, it was unreal. He actually then exhaled a hot breath, um, which caused everybody in the um, Alan Shearer Memorial Food Lounge um, to break out in a deep sweat. And then he stood on the table and he pronounced, this is the reason I'm known as Curly Sanjay. Like that as well. He didn't shout it. He just said it in a really sort of low volume, but as if he was shouting like I just did. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And additionally, we didn't even have to pay. Um, and we then got free entry into Craig's Executive Lounge. Whoa. Where dog dirt mudslide cocktails were on the house. And so, you know, with this in mind, I just urge everybody to go out and buy his new album. Um, where all proceeds are going directly to him. Fantastic. Mm. 
Wow. I'm very glad to hear about him finally getting the recognition we all know he's deserved for so many years. Big time. Um, okay, well, following that fantastic music news, mm-hmm. let's hear what the uh, the top 10 songs are at the moment in the world. In at number 10, it's Kickback Smith with My Cat's Shadow. Uh, number 9, it's Greasy Bastard with Dry Heaving. Number eight is Lil Harsaf with Big Boy Bounce. Um, in at number seven, it's Krishnan Guru Murthy with Panty Raid Part Three. Uh, number six, Sweet Fanny Adams with Party in My Pancreas. Um, number five, it's the Stinky Cox with Viral Disease. Number four is Plop Jones with Honkies on My Dick. Uh, in at number three is Craig uh, with Pink Arsehole. Uh, number two, it's Candice Owens with her cover of World in Motion. And in at the top spot, it's a new entry. It's Gorgeous Andrew with his self-titles hit, Gorgeous Andrew. There we go. Tremendous. New number one from Gorgeous, Gorgeous Andrew. Andrew. Wow. Well, I mean, I've been waiting for his big um, entry. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous Andrew's big entry. Yeah, and uh, Plop Jones as well. Good to hear him in there as well. Yeah, I mean, yep, it's a great list. Craig. Yeah, who, who was um, shortly before Plop Jones there? Uh, the Stinky Cox. Yeah. Um, they're that new uh, sort of dirty punk, crusty punk band. Mm, that's, that's tremendous. Um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, does it, really, in terms of music-wise? No. Krishnan Guru, uh, Guru Murthy in there as well. Mm. And we should um, emphasize as well, this is the um, the mini disc charts. Yes. Yeah. I forgot to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Just top the... 10 mini discs. Yeah. Out at the moment. Which is basically the real, you know, the main charts, really, the one that people should be paying attention to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, talking of rankings, um, we've got the fruit rankings back. Oh, yes, yeah, finally. I, I sent Fruit Paul a fax um, to ask him, can we please have it back? And he said, yeah. Well, now, it's about time. I know it was a very short um, sort of negotiation. It was just, can we have it back? Yes. Um, oh. Which is the kind of negotiations I like to be involved with. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy to have them back. I wonder if um, tangerines will still be on top after all this time. It has no been fruit. a long, long time. They've been out of um, they've been out of action for a while. Yeah, and and these rankings are brought to you today by Chugs McBanana. Ooh. Um. So at number five, it's mandarines. Oh. Yeah. Not. I don't think we've had them before. No. Maybe we. What have. are they? Mandarines. Are they like? another version of tangerines they're a little bit like tangerines um yeah they're like part of the orange variety of fruit they're all but they're just basically oranges aren't they all of them yeah but i don't understand this with a different name yeah why 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 is this a thing <laughs> so uh number four <laughs> clementines oh jesus <laughs> yeah I, I think i can see where this is going um, at number three it's nectarines, um, which actually aren't part of the orange family. They're they're more like a peach. Oh, I don't know if I've ever seen one in the flesh. Mm. Just think a peach, but like flatter. Okay. <laughs> what is it like a a flat? So it's not circular. 
it's like a like a it's like an oval hole oh oh nice okay um at number two national champions it's oval teen oh i wasn't expecting that the um the hot drink hot beverage that's true yeah um so just a quick rundown here we've had uh number five mandarins uh, number four, clementines. At number three, nectarines. At number two, oval teens. Oval teens. And at number one, it's tangerines. Yes. There we go. That's it. The top five fruits. And if anyone's got a problem with that, you can just, you know, piss off, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there you go. Well, I'll be celebrating down Craig's bar with my tangerines out uh, later tonight. That's true. you got to get your tangerines out at Craig's. Yeah. It's mandatory, actually. Um. Uh, so do you want to hear um, our favourite feature? Yeah, sure. It's um, everyone's favorite feature. Um, what a good idea that is. Um, I would like to incorporate that into my life. My word. My word. What a good idea. Good idea. Good, good, good idea. My, 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 my word. My word. What a good idea that is. I would like to incorporate that into my life. Um, so this uh, episode's good idea. Uh, streamline your day and be more efficient by not washing, eating, or sleeping. Doing this will free up around 10 hours every day, which you can spend working. My word. My, my word. What a good idea. Good idea. Good, good idea. My, 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 my word. My word. What a good idea that is. I would like to incorporate that into my life. And that good idea was uh, brought to you by Nigel via LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. I, I could imagine um, that would be something that Nigel via LinkedIn would come up with. Yeah. But it is a good idea, though, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to spend more time working? You know, sometimes you have to have that helicopter view, don't you? Yep, you got to uh, get out outside the box, start thinking outside the box, and um, get your, get your uh, tangerines out. Yeah, push for the moon, as they say in the mm. trade on LinkedIn. Yep. Um, so Nigel via LinkedIn is the new owner of the show, as we know. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Tom, if that is your real name, of course, um, yeah. you may remember some of our readers' letters from the previous episode, um, where one of the readers was Miranda Sadbags. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, now, Miranda Sadbags wanted to become a reporter for our show. Well, she didn't actually specify that, but I had a word with the higher-ups, you know, well, Nigel via LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and we decided to give her a go on, uh, you know, on the show. Um, see how, you know, like Lamb Dallas used to. Um, and yeah. See how it goes. Um, turns out um, she doesn't have any hands, so she wasn't able to write any reports. So she's done an audio version instead. Oh, great. Like an audio okay. report. So through some further questioning, uh, Nigel via LinkedIn and I, we found out that Miranda is based in the United States of USA. Oh, right. Okay. So obviously it just made sense geographically. And we sent her to the inaugural uh, World Nigel Expo, which was being held in Des Moines, Iowa. 
Oof. Um, and we have the exclusive recording uh, just in, actually. So shall we uh, have a listen? Yeah, let's, I'm looking forward to this. Let's see. In the inaugural world, Nigel Expo has seen every Nigel on the planet make the way to beautiful Des Moines, Iowa, and Pit of Chimps have been granted all access to run this event and speak to whoever we bloody well want to. This, of course, by its very nature, is a living hellscape of biblical proportions. And with this many Nigels in attendance, the sights are almost as bad as they smell. Hey, what did you just say about here, ass Nigels? Well, I, I just... You listen to me. I didn't even want to come to this festival. But they kidnapped me, tied my legs to the back of the yacht, which itself was attached to the back of a fucking truck, and dragged my white ass down here. Sounds painful. Fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> and deserved. What? Fuck you, I have rights. You shouldn't have any rights, you, you, Nigel. You can't say that to me. I'm a member of the World Nigel Council, an association with Nigel Rights Alliance and, and, and the National Geese Bothering Association. And I'm a member of the Anti-Nigel League, so go stick it up your ass, jerk. Oh, Fuck off. I will. Look, how about I make it up to you with a romantic candlelit dinner? Well, I... I am married, but sure. Okay. Sick. I hear there's a new Craig's Bar opening in about an hour down by the Slipknot Memorial Dinosaur Museum. Why don't you sign off here and I'll carry you over in my rucksack. Okay, um, this has been Miranda Sadbags reporting from the World Nigel Expo for Pit of Chimps. Back over to Simon and Tom at the Chimps HQ. Right. Climb into my rucksack. Wow. Whew. What a spicy report. That was, and that was eye-opening, to say the least. The nice ending, though. It looked like things were going to get a bit dicey there, but um, it looks like that particular Nigel uh, charmed to charmed her into his uh, his rucksack. Yeah, it's good that he actually apologised for her insulting him. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's a member of the anti-Nigel uh, League, though, so... Yeah, that's quite good. Is it? I mean, we're owned by Nigel via LinkedIn now. I don't think that's going to go down very well. She <laughs> might have to leave if she's going to work for us again. That's very true, but... Yeah, that, that's, that's true. I'll have a word. I'll have a word with Nigel and I'll see what he says. But all in all, quite a good report, I think. Oh, superb report. Very good. I've learned a lot about the World Nigel Expo from that two minutes yeah. of audio. Yeah. I mean, is she going to be working for us again? Is she going to escape from Nigel's rucksack? So many questions. Maybe they'll be answered on future episodes. Take a look at these neurokinetics. Yeah. Uh, speaking of neurokinetics, <laughs> I've got a new segment here. Ooh, kind of, okay. this is kind of like a report, I suppose, as well. It's some news that um, I've been given. It's Cumbran news. The uh, little, uh, what would you call it? The town? Um, is it a town? A town? Yeah, it's in, probably a town. In Wales. Shit all. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great, Cumbran. Um, so great that I wanted to broadcast some news from the uh, town of Cumbran here on our global platform. Yeah. So I've just got a few. St- news stories big big news stories from the oh. world of Cumbran. So just to, just to, before you go into this because you just said then we were a global show which we are yeah and Cumbran, for those of you who don't know is a small town in wales which is a small yeah. country in europe yeah which is where so, we're from. Uh, 
So, uh, yeah, here's some uh, news from Cambran. Uh, first up, Dave from the Balti King uh, was sacked on Friday for dipping his nodger into the curry sauce and serving it to customers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not yet known who grassed him up, but we suspect it was his co-worker Corky who was the one that dared him to do it. Um, Sheila, the manager, said she's gutted for the lads because his mum's going to be fuming with him, but what else was she supposed to do? That's a fair point. Mm. Uh, next up, uh, Jonesy and Chubbs had another fight in the Spoons on Saturday night after Chubbs accused Jonesy of being soft. Uh, they were both out for Nipper's birthday, and after several pints of Stella, they started chopsing at each other, leading to Chubbs making the accusation. Uh, Jonesy slapped him in the face, and Chubbs rugby tackled him into a table, knocking glasses and all sorts all over the place. Uh, they both got kicked out and are now banned for 72 hours. Mm. And finally, um, there's rumours that things are on the rocks between Mick and Pauline uh, after Shazza made a comment about seeing Mick's balls. Uh, The comment was made at this week's Skittles game down the square in. Shazza was in fine form after several shandies and she made the comment after Pauline made fun of Mick for having massive balls. Uh, Shazza supposedly responded by saying, it's true, I've seen them. Now, of course, there's been rumours of a Mick and Shazza affair for years and this just added fuel to the fire. Uh, Pauline grabbed Shazza by the hair, threw her around until Kev pulled her off and she stormed off. It's not known what was said between her and Mick when he arrived home later that night, and we don't yet know whether they'll be competing in next week's Skittles game. So there we go. Some uh, news from Cumbran there. That was, was tense. That was very tense. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I hope Mick and Pauline can uh, pull it together you know they've been such a power couple in the in Cumbran for so long mm. they were well, the power couple really yeah the skittles champs mm. i'm just getting some news in uh via nigel from linkedin um Ooh. and it's from Cumbran, Cumbran news um i've just been told that dave from the balti king um has just been offered uh, a new job at craig's Cumbran. oh fantastic yeah, so he's going to be working the kitchen there. There you go. I think that's uh, his official entrance music when he walks into Craig's bar. Yeah, every time. He's going to, a bit like your D-Ream uh, situation. Uh, yeah. Just got whoever made that song following him around, Jimmy Hart or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, for Dave, I think it's fair to say it looked like it was going to be bedtime in China for him. But it now that way. things can only get better. On and upwards, onwards and upwards. Yeah. Large wise and lengthwise. Yeah. Check your wits, check your balance. Yeah. Tom, I'd like to offer you some pills. Oh, okay. Uh, so I've got 10 pills here, and they all do something different, and you can select one. You pick a number, and then I'll tell you what they all are. So from 1 to 10. I've got to start with uh, 6. All right, so that's so you're only getting one choice. So are you picking 6? Yeah, it's got to be. All right, so um, number 6 has the qualities to make you look 45 minutes older. Oh, 
Oh no. There you go. Do I get the added wisdom though? No, you just look 45 minutes older at all times uh-huh. after taking the pill. Uh, oh, well. Um, but you could have had um, one of the other options here. So um, the first pill um, would have allowed you to communicate with everybody in Seattle simultaneously. Uh, um, what number was that one? That was number one, yeah. Number two, um, you could have replaced your arms with Barbie doll arms for 24 hours. Uh, that would have been good. Yeah. Um, the third pill... Um, would have allowed you to liquidize any vegetable just by looking at it. These are all better than what I had. That would have been good for um, soups. Yeah, you could have worked at Soup Marlon's uh, kitchen. Yeah. Um, number four would have allowed you to grow a second neck. Oh, yeah. With a, not with a second head, though, just a neck. Just the neck, yeah. To the side of my current neck, out of my current neck. It could have been anywhere you wanted on, on your body, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been quite good. At any time. Um, number five um, would have allowed you to imagine a tree at any time. <laughs> oh, wow. Any particular tree? Any just... tree you want. Um, but whenever you wanted to do it, you could just imagine one. Oh, it doesn't oh. materialize or anything, it's, you know. You can just, yeah, just think about it. Yeah. That's pretty, that's good as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, number six, you selected, so look 45 minutes older. Um, I hope you enjoy that pill. Um, number seven, um, you could have known the word oyster in all languages, including extinct languages, such as Latin or Welsh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that would have been... Uh... Could have come in handy at um, Craig's Oyster Lounge. Yeah, that's true. Um, number eight would have been to swap voices with Jerry Springer for life. Ah. Oh. So he would have received your voice. You would have received his for the remainder. That would have been the, your natural the best. Life. Can you imagine doing this podcast with me as having Jerry Springer's voice? I know. It would have been tremendous. Um, oh, well. Number nine, you're going to kick yourself here. Number nine, um, Dale Winton will materialize next to you for the duration <laughs> for the duration of every orgasm you have for the rest <laughs> of your life. Oh. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> That's basically like winning the lottery. <laughs> what more yeah. could you want? Um, and number 10, um, world peace. <laughs> well, I'm not... Yeah. I mean, compared to the other ones. Yeah, that's like lower in the priorities. Yeah. Um, well, just in- enjoy looking 45 minutes older anyway. <laughs> I think I picked the worst one. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you probably did. Um. Well, there you go. There's some some pills you can select there. Um, yeah. If you could have swapped, which one would you have gone for? Dale Winton, of course. Yeah, of course. R.I.P. Pour some liquor yeah. out. Pour some liquor out for Dale Winton, everyone. Moot Booksley. Uh, so, Tom, um, last time out, you had some things that the Shadow Master wanted you to do. I think it was like a DNA oh. call or something like that. Um, yeah. Um, did you get on with that? All right? Are you alive? So that's a positive. I am still alive. I lost both my legs, mm. um, but I'm still alive. That's good. Um, but yeah, the Shadow Master took them. He said he needed them for further testing, so I might get them back. Oh, that's good. I mean, like it's kind of like a loan. Yeah. Like a deposit, I suppose. Um, all right. Well, just to cheer you up a little bit more, I um, stole some more of your letters, of, of your mail. Oh, good. That, that does cheer me up. Yeah. So, uh, uh, if I just hand you the envelopes now, you can uh, you can have a have a look. Oh, yeah, let's have a look here. 
Okay, got him. Hang on, let's close this. I was just getting them out of my uh, special box. Yeah, that, okay. I, that I just planted, that I just placed them in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's right. You put them into a special drawer inside the box, so I had to go in and get them out. It's more official. Um, it's more official. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to read the first letter. And this section is brought to you by Porcelain Finance. Of course. So it's got a heading at the top, big bold letter, uh, letters, Salami Lottery Fund. Mm. Interesting. Oof, congratulations, Tom. That's a good start. Yeah, and the, it's congratulations, high, uh, exclamation mark, Tom, exclamation mark. So it's like two, it's saying congratulations, Tom. Mm. Which is quite an interesting greeting. Um, you have won the salami lottery. Ooh, fund. It's it's got a, an exclamation mark after lottery and after fund. Ah, um, that's, that's maybe for emphasis. Yeah. So I'll just re- read these two parts out again. Congratulations, Tom. You have won the salami lottery. Fund. It's like a a song almost. Yeah. Um, uh, please comply with the T's and C's terms and conditions in brackets uh, all of our prize draw of our prize draw please comply with the T's and C's of our prize draw and you will be collected shortly for measuring mm. oh okay prepare to be made into salami following our standard curing process this is the stuff dreams are made of wow well it that's funny about the they must know about my purchase of dream maybe they do yeah um they must, they must do there's no there's no other way so i've won the lottery to be made into salami again congratulats on your victory we're sure you'll make delicious summertime treat we're sure you'll make delicious summertime treat perhaps as part of a romantic picnic or birthday spread at your local leisure center further details will follow congratulation um, Sully OG's nuts or geese nuts uh, from the Salami Lottery Funds. Wow, mm. what a what a um, piece of uh, literature! Oh. <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna be made into salami. Did they congratulate you at the end? Did you, yeah, you with the words what that was congratulation, congratulation. Yeah, maybe a typo. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, from Sully OG's nuts. Yeah. Um, wow. Does it say what that person does at the Salami Lottery Fund? Or No, just the Salami Lottery Fund. Oh, it's just it's... a random person from the Salami yeah. Lottery Fund. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to be made into Salami. <laughs> um, so this may be my last uh, episode, of course, in the Pit of Chimps. Maybe. But... We'll ask uh, Nigel Foot via LinkedIn. Yeah, he can probably help me out. Mm. Oh, well. There's another letter here. Shall I have a look at that? Yeah, maybe that'll be better news. Okay. Okay. It starts with "Hello, Tom Vollis" with two V's at the start. Is that to replace the W? I guess so. Maybe they ran out of W's on their, or like W key doesn't work on their keyboards. Maybe possibly. Yeah. You'll recount the previous letter we sent, featuring an invitation to a luxurious feast at the Shadow Master's Immortal Castle. Oh no! You failed to respond to this letter. Well, I went. I went in person, and he. <laughs> Took my legs. I do remember the letter as well that you received. Failure to respond to the letter was punishable by death. Mm. You knew the consequences. That's uh, bad news. Ha- that sounds ominous. 
Yeah. Mm. Oh, new paragraph though. However, we have decided this may have been a little unfair, and there is a gift hamper on the way. Ah, that's good. Oh, amazing. Uh, and here's a list of the things that the gift hamper is going to include. Mm. Top of the list, five tangerines. Lovely. Great. Top fruit. Uh, one ostrich egg. Ooh. One VHS cassette of the 1992 WWF Royal Rumble. Oof. <laughs> the best Royal Rumble. I'm talking about. Oof. Uh, 20, 20 nugs. <laughs> nice. Can't go wrong with nugs. <laughs> What's a nug? Like a nugget, isn't it? Like a <laughs> oh, like chicken nuggets. I don't know. It's it's nondescript. <laughs> Twenty <laughs> nugs. Well, I'll find out soon. Uh, Twenty-five Freddos. That's nice. Yeah. One jar of Horlicks. Nice. One jar of Ovaltine. Ooh, the second best fruit. Yeah, I've got all my hot beverages covered there. The number seven. What is that wow. the seventh thing on the list? Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. It was the eighth thing on the list, right? Well, number seven is the eighth thing on the list. Oh, they're sending you the number itself. Yeah, the oh, number okay. seven that's, is going to be in the. Yeah, that's exciting. And finally, a letter from a pediatric nurse addressed to a man named Ron Partial. Oh, well, that's exciting. What a hamper! I mean, talk about a variety of delicious treats. That's pretty good. 1992 Royal Rumble as well in there. Yeah. Uh, please enjoy the hamper and have a lovely final few weeks. What? <laughs> final few weeks. Maybe they know about my salami incident. Yeah, maybe, maybe they are in cahoots with the uh, salami lottery fund. Um, it signs off. All the best. Bicep Jones, secretary to his unholy abomination, T Shadowmaster. I think the T stands for the... Yeah, it's his first name. The yeah, it's like Kermit T Frog, isn't it? Mm. Um, well, that's very good. You get a nice hamper there. Um, can't go wrong, really. Yeah, I mean, that's all in all good news. I'm not sure about the final few weeks, but though, yeah, maybe they are. Maybe the Salami Lottery Fund was is a front. It's all yeah. a big trick. Well, we'll have to get Nigel via LinkedIn to sort this out. He sat, but Nigel via LinkedIn does sound like a man with a lot of power. Mm. He does. So. He is mm. via LinkedIn. Yeah. Although his name is Nigel. That's true. Mm. So well. we'll see if we both still have, if you, well, if you have life, if I have some sort of, <laughs> a, if, if I have a job after what I just said about Nigel, same goes for uh, Miranda. And, you know, maybe we'll be back with more episodes in the future. Uh, how's the brown roof like substance? Or maybe we won't. Howard Beale may be my best friend. But we probably will. Fuck me in the ass. <laughs>